Hello and welcome to another episode of Check Out MPL. It's Jamie and I again. Welcome everybody. Yep. Um, not a, such a long break in between podcasts this time around. We're trying to be better yes. about being regulars. Being regular. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very important thing to be regular. Um, but we're here today to talk a little bit about the spark, but let's talk about what we've been doing lately. Um, we've been undergoing a big weeding project. So weeding is getting rid of books that aren't necessarily being checked out anymore or aren't um, up to date. Um, so It's we, always kind of a hard thing it to is, do. It is, because you see a book that, oh, you remember very exciting. Means something to yeah, you. or you were very excited to purchase for the collection, especially for, I've been doing the young adult collection, like, I remember getting this book and being very excited for other people to read it, and then people don't read it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did at one time, they did, usually. Yeah. There's yep. a few books where people just never really... Yeah, like bought into yep. what it was. You but. never know what book is going to be popular. I mean, it's kind of surprising sometimes which ones are popular. Um, but we've been weeding all sections of the library, and we're getting ready for we're going to be RFID tagging all of our books. So that's like a little sticker in all the books that will allow kind of a smoother delivery between all twenty eight libraries. Makes it easier to sort to sort and inventory our items um, to check out items. We might be a little bit faster at checkout. Um, but we're hoping that all the libraries in the Lakeshore's library system will be RFID tagged, so it'll be maybe delivery will be faster in between all the libraries, so you get your books quicker. Right, and RFID is also what can like be security measure yep. for books too. Yep, if we want to. Yep, if we want to explore our security or self checkout here at the library, that will allow us to do so. Um, so that's going to be a big project that's going to be happening come March and April, around March April. So we want to weed out all the books that we don't necessarily need tagged anymore or like they have a tag on it that's going to sit on the shelf while we're going to waste money. Make it easier for ourselves. So we're going through that. So you will be seeing a lot of new books in our book sale come March. And audio. Yep. Books and DVDs. Yes. So that's when we weed out the items. They go directly to our book sale. And then uh, we've said this many times, money raised from our book sale goes to programming. So our next book sale is in March. So March 1st, which is a Sunday. It's going to start at 1 o'clock. Um, what else have we been doing? Oh, we've been doing our strategic plan. Yep. So we are working on a three-year strategic plan that kind of sets goals for the next couple years. And it's so hard if you're a person who lives in the moment. (laughs) Yes. Jamie's having a little hard time with it, but that's totally fine. We all have our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, but it is kind of, I mean, we got to think three years ahead. Like, what do we want the library to be doing or how can we better improve ourselves? Um, and how do we make it sound pretty? Right. That's the hardest <laughs> That's part. That's the hard part. Um, but luckily we have some help from some community members and library board members and staff. And I think we got a good start on it. So yeah. hopefully we'll have that um, done in a couple months or so. But one of the things that we came across with our strategic plan, um, when we did the community survey that about 124 people um, completed for us, was that not many people knew about the spark. Yeah, and that was really surprising to us because we thought, like, everybody yeah. knows what this is and uses it. Yeah, so if you don't know what the spark is, it's our makerspace here at the library. It's where we do STEAM programming, so the science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Um, it's a hands-on space. Um, yeah, so we wanted explore. to we wanted to talk a little yeah. bit about makerspaces because apparently we need to talk more about it because a lot of the um, responses from the survey was I don't even know what this, what it is, never have tried Spark, I don't know what the Spark is, <laughs> not sure what Spark is. Make it more clear how we can use it and when it's available 
vulnerable to us. Yeah, so, so we're going to tell you we guys. We are, yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I found this article, it was called Curiosity Commons, it's a blog, mm -hmm. and it's like the history of the makerspace. So this was kind of interesting because it said that makerspaces of all types are growing at an exponential rate. I believe it. And that the search term makerspace has quadrupled like in the past two years. And I think this was just from a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of funny, though, because people argue that makerspaces have always existed because basically it's just like a space with tools to create things, yeah. you know? I think and, it's the name was, like, we've always done Steam and STEM programming at the library even before our renovation. Right. But there was never really, like, a name put to it. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, probably the last six or so years that the yeah. maker movement has come along. Right. They said um, there was that magazine, it's called Make. Yep. I know we've looked at that before. And um, I think it was in 2005 okay. when that first came out. And then... Um, people started having maker fairs yeah. and you know so that's kind of even though it's always been around people making and creating things that's when the like the term the was yeah 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 and um the bubbler and the madison public library i think that's kind sure. of one of the first maker spaces in this area right they talked about um mit mm -hmm. um had something called the fab lab which was a lab designed to fabricate things which i think that's kind of that's cool because awesome. it sounds like fabulous yes. but it's might fabricate yeah. and now there's a whole bunch of those all around the country so basically a makerspace there's yep. just lots of different names like we call ours the, the spark, spark. Yeah. yeah and we are not the only library in rock county that has makerspace now the hatterberg public library has their own little i haven't seen it yet i haven't been there um but they have a little hands-on space next to their teen area yeah and i think um and obviously the um madison public library and a whole bunch of other libraries that have renovated. Because we went and visited a couple of them when we were getting ideas. Yep, Fond du Lac. Yeah, they had an awesome one there. Yeah, they, I really like yeah. that one. They even had a recording studio. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I just wonder if people would use it, though. Yeah. You know, you hate to have that cool stuff and then nobody takes no. advantage of yeah. it. But I guess that's part of it, the mm -hmm. classes and how to use it, too. Mm -hmm. um, this was kind of interesting um, from the American Libraries magazine. Um, they talked about this... Um, library it was called the Gowanda Free Library which was in New York in 1873 um they offered activities like quilting knitting and sewing that's so cool and so, they consider that like I mean yeah, that was technically is. like that's what we do on the spark yeah so libraries have been doing these types of programs for many many years but there yeah. was never like a name to it yeah I just thought that was really cool because you think of the makerspace idea as being so like, new yeah but like it, high tech and everything which they probably didn't they had any of that stuff right then. <laughs> they had like knitting needles yeah. and that was about it made from bones probably. or something <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that was oh, kind cool. of interesting. So we have a makerspace because we wanted an emphasis on like the science type program. Um, before we even started renovating and before Jamie was here, we were doing Spark Lab programs. Um, we did previously call our Spark the Spark Lab, um, but we that is also the same name as the Smithsonian's makerspace. So they asked us politely to stop using it. So that's why we named it the Spark. But we were doing STEAM programming, um, if you remember, in our back back room um, when we had the mini maker kits that you could check out. That's so funny. And that's how we kind of encourage STEM exploration with these mini maker checkouts because we didn't have the space to really do all the fun stuff. Right. That was a good idea because it's like to go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then so with the renovation, we when that became a reality, 
our number one priority was to have a maker space and study rooms. Yeah. <laughs> and a staff bathroom. <laughs> a number of things. Yes. Um, yeah, I wanted to say, more. well, just because, um, it's not just a thing in libraries, like schools, yep. I mean, school libraries, so libraries of all sorts, mm -hmm. but also schools like are talking about the importance of having some kind of makerspace lab. And there's a whole bunch of different reasons, you know, like real world applications, like opportunity to innovate. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I love the most um, is learning to take failure in stride. Yep. And I think that's a huge thing because kids just so often want to give up after the oh, first yeah. try yep. and getting them to be like more persistent. Yeah, yeah, we see that even with adults. Yeah, I know Angie said before, like sometimes adults that come to programs, they get like anxious or nervous and they just want her to like yep. do it for them. And it's all about like exploring yeah. and making mistakes yeah. and stuff. And that's what we have a spark for is for you to come in and try new things. And maybe you like it, maybe you don't. And that's totally fine. Yeah. And we're working on ways, um, with our strategic plan to make the spark even more welcoming and friendly so you don't have to be intimidated to yeah. try different things. And I think that's what a lot of it is, that people don't know what it is and they're afraid to walk inside of it. I mean, it is open all the time. Um, for all ages. For all ages, and that's for children. Um, you can go on in. We have a passive program that's usually going on. That's kind of more children child-related, but... Um, we have a flight simulator, which is awesome. I know some adults like to play with that. Yeah. Um, we have some kits. We have, like, Legos and um, magnet tiles and a microscope and coding toys. Marble to, run. Yeah, to play with. Um, we have iMacs that were donated by the school district where you can do iMovie and GarageBand and all those, some coding programs. Mm -hmm. We're getting some computers that will have Minecraft coding just for them. Yeah, and all of it is meant to be used. Yeah, we, like want, we want it to be yes. used. And it's better if it's used and things break and we have to replace yeah. it than to not be used at all. Yeah, so definitely go in there and try things out. And we are going to be working on hopefully having some arts and craft supplies that will be available um, at all times too. I think we were a little anxious about just having that stuff out. But if people want to come in and do arts and crafts, Go ahead and do it. and I Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And another way we want to kind of promote the spark and bring attention to it, um, the Madison, the Bubbler, they have um, an artist-in-residence program where they bring in an artist and have them to set up and do their craft and people can come in and talk with them and maybe help a little bit. So we're kind of working on something like that for the spark. Um, we don't have a lot of space in there, but... We can make it work. We always yeah. make it work, whatever we want to do. So keep it in mind, if you are an artist yeah. or you know of an artist who might like to do that, yeah. showcase their work and yeah. their craft, yeah. what they do. So what we're thinking is, so we do our programming in three-month periods. So each period we will have an artist in residence. So there'll be scheduled times where this person would be in the spark working on their craft or whatever. And then maybe that person would also do a program. Um, with our patrons. I love that idea. So I think that's a really great idea, and it's a great way to kind of showcase your skills as well and maybe get your name out there and everything. So It would be really cool. You remember when we had that um, guy who did the woodworking? Yes. Like Corey stuff Hull? like that? Yeah. Or, or glass blowing? Oh, yeah. I would love if we... Um, I'm talking to someone who does pottery. Yeah. So I'm hoping she'll be able to do it. But it would be awesome if we had a kiln. In oh, the spark. I know. There's so many things we want in the spark, too. Like, we would... Want. We want a kiln and some other, some laser cutting machines and all this fun stuff. We um, see all these neat toys and yeah. 
we want them. But then we have to learn how to use yep, them, so too. Yeah, so that's another thing, too. Learn how to use and it. And teach other people how to use it. Teaching patrons how to use it. Troubleshooting for it. Right. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get some fun things in there. Yeah. So if, if you have any ideas of things you want in the spark, or if you know an artist would want to be an artist in residence, kind of let us know. Yeah, and don't be afraid to use it yeah. and ask us questions about it. Go on in. Make a mess. And it's, we are okay with it make, being messy in there. If you yeah. look at the tables, there's dents and paints and scratches Actually, like, on it. Especially like when paint and paper gets on oh, the yeah. floor. It looks like it's used. We don't want people to feel uncomfortable in there. So go on in and spark and explore yeah. some things. And come to, we do spark programming all the time, a couple times a month. Uh, Cassie has a fun germ program tomorrow. As we, we have bre- <laughs> germy bread baking in the sun in our in our uh, room where we eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we ran bread over different surfaces in the library to see how dirty they were. So I'm very excited to see how that is. And this summer, I want to do. Um, so I follow this YouTube called Brett and Link Good Mythical Morning, and they always soak things in different liquids like bleach or um, mouthwash or even margarita <laughs> to see how. The items react to those different liquids, so I want to set mason jars in the spark over the summer, That's so you can kind of see funny. how the items are reacting. So I love it. We want to do fun things like that. So yeah. Okay. Are you ready for your trivia? I am ready for my. Okay. Trivia. This is not necessarily a makerspace question, but it is a librarian question. Okay. And has to do with superheroes. So oh, fun. Know. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Which superheroine? Okay. Works as a librarian by day. Do you want... I have choices if you want choices. Yes, please. Okay, your choices are the Bionic Woman, Wonder Woman, Batgirl, Poison Ivy. Gosh, I feel like I should know this. I feel like I want to say Batgirl. <laughs> ding, 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 Is ding. it? Okay. You're right. Barbara Gordon. Yes. She uh, actually became a congresswoman later, but she was originally a librarian. Okay. I want to say I saw that somewhere. Oh, good job. Yay. I actually guessed the Bionic Woman, yeah. uh, and I should have known that, but... Mm. Oh, well. That's right. So, good okay. job. Thank you. So to end this podcast, we want to do, we love BuzzFeed quizzes about libraries. Anything. Yeah, anything really. So we're going to do one called, we know which library section you're most likely, you're most like based on these questions. So we're going to answer these questions and we'll see which library section we are. This is kind of hard because the first one is how often do you go to the library? Oh, obviously every day. (laughs) So we have to say every day because we work here. So that's just a given. Pick a job you've always been secretly interested in. So the options are actor, stunt double, author, dancer, private investigator, radio host. I'm definitely going with private investigator. My quiz is working. Oh, um, no. Is it what you wanted to be growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Like what you dream of being. Yeah. I would say private investigator for me, too. I thought you might say author. No. No. Um, is yours working now? Kinda. What's your biggest book-related pet peeve? So I'll read them. Okay. Taking out a book from the library only to find there's writing in it. Mm-hmm. Lending out a book and not getting it back. People that break the spine of their books. <laughs> Can we put all the above? <laughs> Losing track of the page you are reading. Not being able to find the book you want anywhere. Or when a book gets adapted to film but a major character is left out. Hmm. Some of them definitely don't bother me. Yeah. Uh, this one's kind of hard. I'm going to do, do the adaptation one, I think. Yeah. I'm not as bothered by the stuff like the writing or the spine. No, I'm not. This just means it's being well-loved, yeah. Uh, 
probably lending out a book and not getting back. Because if it's my book, I want it back. Right. Okay. Caught up here. Ashley's phone is malfunctioning. Yes, it is. Those Samsung phones. <laughs> okay. How Maybe long? we can get sponsored by, like, Apple because oh, I yeah. just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. <laughs> um, how long does it take for you to finish a book? Oh, I got to go with a few weeks. Oh, gosh. Lately, it just feels like a month for me. I've been having lots of trouble lately, too. I can usually do three to four days if I'm really in the book, but I'm struggling greatly lately. I think I've just been picking ones that are too long. <laughs> Okay, the next one is pick a new book to read. So what they have is Children of Blood and Bone, The Woman in the Window, Everything I Know About Love, The Kiss Quotient, Away Stories, and The Beauty That Remains. I don't know any. Well, some of them are familiar. I'm going to pick The Woman in the Window because I know it's like a mystery. And I read of Children, The Children of Blood and Bone. Yeah, that was my second choice. What's your favorite thing about libraries? Free Wi-Fi? Duh, free books. Quiet space. The choice of books. The nice librarians. Is it bad to say the films? I mean, there's a lot of choices and they're free. So obviously all of the above. Yeah. Too bad we can't choose it. Um, I'm going to say duh, free books, because that is obviously a great thing about libraries. I'm going to say the nice librarians. Yeah, we are pretty awesome. <laughs> and finally, choose a book that's been adapted to film. So we have Harry Potter, Like Water for Chocolate. Pride and Prejudice, I'm already choosing that one. Um, Gone Girl, The Color Purple, The Hate You Give. I'm going with Harry Potter. All right. So that was the end. It's calculating. Perhaps. Oh, no. What if it just doesn't work at all? (laughs) BuzzFeed. (laughs) Oh, no, BuzzFeed. (laughs) All right, well... Yeah, mine's not working. Yeah, mine's not doing anything. I'm sure mine would have said the children's department because those are the books I like to read and spend the most time with. Yeah, I would probably be in the young adult area too and probably a little bit of romance. Of course. So, sorry about that. Yeah, that was a fail. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know. Do we have to be in the app? So take those quizzes. Maybe. BuzzFeed. Okay, well, if we get it figured out, we'll let you know during our next podcast which section we truly yes, are I'm in. I'm sure you're very anxious to know. It's very important. It is very important. But, yeah, so that's it for our podcast today. We hope you learned a little bit about Makerspaces yeah. and the Spark. Come, Yeah, come try it out. Take a look at it. See how awesome it is. Yeah. All right. See ya. Yep, bye.